This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. Here we go. Time to jump into the Word. Hope you enjoyed worship and all that good stuff. Once again, it is one year. We are celebrating one year as a church. We are celebrating. We're thankful and um, awesome. I'm thankful to be here with you, to share the word of God with you. So if you want to turn your Bibles to Mark chapter 14, verse 38, we are in part three of let's try this again. All right. Once again, the heart of this message, what we feel like God gave us concerning this series is that you can always start over. You can always do it again. You can you can go back to God. You God will restore. He will re fresh. He will reconcile. There's a lot of re, the prefix re in the Bible is again, again, and we can come to him again. We can start over again. So let's try this again in him. And so today we're going to continue really just talking about prayer and um, giving you just some principles and um, hopefully some, some revelation and some 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 grace, some strength through the word concerning your prayer life. Because if you're going to start again, um, you need to start with prayer. If you're going to do something over, pray more. If you're going to step into a new season, pray. If uh, we're going to start a new year, which we are as a church, as well as just chronologically, it's a new year. Um, let's start again in prayer. So Mark chapter 14, verse 38, let me pray. Father, thank you for this word. We reverence it uh, for what it is, and we thank you that we will be changed by it today in the name of Jesus. Everybody said amen. Mark chapter 14, verse 38, Jesus is in the garden his disciples are falling asleep and he is asking them to pray and they are falling asleep time and time again. And uh, this isn't the only gospel that that records this, but I wanted to just pull Mark. Um, Mark 14, 38, here it goes. This is what Jesus told them, watch and pray. Watch and pray, be, meaning be alert and pray. Keep your eyes open and pray, um, lest you enter into temptation, okay? Uh, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. I'm gonna read it again. Watch and pray. This is what he told his disciples when Jesus was in um, a crushing, right? He, the Bible says he was sweating uh, great drops of blood. He was facing um, the will of God and submitting to it in the garden and the cross was, he was approaching the cross, okay? And so he's like, watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. You know, we are made up of a three, we are three part beings. We are a spirit, we're a spiritual being. The body is dead without the spirit, just as faith without works is dead, as the, as the word says. 
Uh, we have a soul, we have a mind, we have a will, we have emotions, and we live in a body. Our spirit um, is housed by a body, right? And that's what Jesus said, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And in talking about prayer today, I just want to encourage you that prayer um, is where you get strength in your spirit. Jesus said, watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. Prayer is how we strengthen ourselves spiritually. Prayer um, keeps us in the will of God. Prayer brings us into the presence of God. Prayer um, is spiritual. Prayer stirs me in my spirit um, and my flesh in my natural man, my natural being doesn't always feel like praying. And same with yours. It's, that's why Jesus said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Um, um, you know, so, so if we want to walk in the spirit, um, prayer is the catalyst. If we want to live in the spirit, be strong in spirit, as the Bible says, the Bible says, be strong in spirit. We cannot be strong in spirit. If we have no prayer life, we can't be strong spiritually. If we're not praying, prayer strengthens your spirit. Uh, prayer causes your spirit to be more dominant in your life, okay? We all have a flesh and everybody's flesh is weak. Flesh just wants comfort. Flesh wants food. Flesh doesn't say, mm, I really wanna pray right now, right? Flesh wants to sleep. Flesh, flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, okay? And the Bible talks about how God is building a spiritual house, okay? I just wanna emphasize here that spiritual strength comes from prayer. Um, um, you know, uh, being a spiritual person and having spirit life and being able to walk in the spirit, live in the spirit, be led by the spirit is going to come from prayer. Okay. Prayer will give you and empower you to be victor victorious over temptation. Prayer gives you strength to withstand the lies of the devil. Prayer gives you strength to overcome temptation. If we don't pray, we will. All of us, every last one of us humans, if we're not praying and seeking God, we will enter into temptation, okay? So you're a spiritual being, you know, uh, uh, and prayer, you know, awakens your spirit. Prayer strengthens your spirit. The court, the Bible says the, the, um, you know, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Like that's, that's where God is. That's where the Holy Spirit is. That's where revelation is. That's where the word of God is sown. And, and prayer reveals to you who you really are in the spirit. It, 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 get, it, it, it is spiritual. It, it excites and stirs your spirit. Okay. So, so position yourself in prayer. Church, position yourself in prayer. Posture yourself in prayer. Create a rhythm of prayer. Position yourself in prayer and God will position you in his purpose. If you position yourself in prayer, God will position you in purpose. Um, prayer positions you in your divine identity. Prayer is spiritual. Prayer comes from your spirit. Um, prayer um, 
gets you in the spirit. You know, the prophet said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. We wanna be believers, Christ followers that are in the spirit, not in the flesh. We've all had uh, moments and circumstances and situations where we got in the flesh, right? With our words, maybe our thinking, maybe a situation or circumstance throws you off and you get in the flesh, right? You're not, you're not, your, your, your words, your character, your attitude, um, you know, your actions are not in the spirit. They're just in the flesh, right? Um, and so prayer is your, is what positions you to be in the spirit, all right? And we want to do that. We want to be in that place. We want, we want to walk in the spirit, okay? And so here, here's the truth. Here, here's the, here it is. Uh, according to what Jesus said here when he was in the garden is that when we don't pray, we fall victim to sin and temptation, okay? I'm sure everybody has plenty to say about when they were, they weren't, they didn't seek God in a situation when, with prayer, and, and they got off into their, just their, their soul, their emotions, their mind. Um, they got caught up in what other people were saying and not what God was saying. And we will fall victim to sin and temptation. And many, and, and, and not that, oh, uh, you need to pray out of fear of sin. Oh no, I don't want to sin. I need to pray. No, this is, this is relationship. This is, this is just, um, um, being in the spirit. It, it keeps you in a place with, with God. And, um, and so here it is. Here is, um, my first point is prayer is a spiritual act. Okay, it's a spiritual. When you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I just pray over my job today in Jesus' name. I pray as I go into my job. I mean, right there, it's a spiritual act. Your spirit is willing, your flesh is weak. You know, the Bible says to pray in the spirit, build up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. That's that's Jude um, 1 verse 20. You know, um, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. All right. So, so prayer is a spiritual act. All right. Prayer is a spiritual act. Just this morning, okay, got up um, and I just began to pray. Um, I prayed for our day. I, I was there with my wife. I prayed over our day. I called out, um, I called out everybody's name in the house and I was praying with my wife. So I was saying, you know, I called out Uncle Zaria. So Lord, I pray for Uncle Zaria. I pray, I pray for Nico. I pray for Gia. I pray for Luca. And then in the middle of the prayer, my wife was like, well, you didn't say my name. And I'm like, I pray for Crystal Gale. I pray for Sean. I called out my name. So, um, uh, but, and, and there, I mean, it wasn't, it just, I was just praying. I was praying over the day. I prayed uh, for our church. I prayed 
for just um, the word today. I prayed over everything we were doing with, as far as the ministry today. We got we have a we this past weekend we've had we've had a pretty busy weekend. You know, a little busier than normal, just the way things kind of fell into place as far as what we were doing. Um, but just prayed over it. I prayed over it. Now I pray, called out everybody's name and just everything with Lord. I pray for your favor, your blessing, God. You know, um, yeah, and, and that's spiritual. I, you know, um, and I know me. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like in the mornings, just historically, my my whole life. When I first get up, I'm just not naturally the happiest person in the world, right? When I when I first wake up, I'm like, oh Lord, here we go. Like I I, I don't know, I don't know. I just you know, some people wake up and they're like, hey, it's a great day, and and it, and and I'm relatively. My wife will totally disagree with this, but I think I'm relatively good in the morning. Like, but from the jump, like from the giddy up right away. Like I, I, pers- I need to pray. I, I need, I need to, I, I, my, my flesh, I just, man, I'm just, I'm just not there yet, if you will. So, um, so anyway, that's, that's what I did this morning. I just, I just, I'm going to step in here and I am going to pray. Okay. Um, I'm going to pray. And so, um, that's what you do. It's a spiritual act. It's spirit. This, your spirit is willing. Okay. But the flesh is weak. Okay, um, here we go. Let's go to Revelations chapter three, uh, verse 18. And this is um, um, talking about the Laodicean church or the lukewarm church, the church that they, they basically said, um, we're good, we're rich. We have, this is what they said, we have need of nothing. Like they were complacent. They were satisfied. They were in a sense, and I get satisfaction can be good and bad, but in this context is bad. They were just like, look, I'm good. I, I don't need anything. Um, you know, and, and spiritually speaking, that's dangerous. Okay. Why? How do we know that? Matthew chapter five, verse six, blessed are those who are in a state of hunger and thirst. They shall be filled. Um, and so this is what Jesus told this church that when they were in this lukewarm state, just comfortable, complacent, um, you know, uh, um, lethargy set in, just kind of, uh, you know, whatever. There was no passion, no fire for God. And here he, here's what God told him. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich. Cause they were like, we're rich, we're good. And he's like, no, 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 you're not. And Jesus, okay, I'm gonna continue reading this, but in this, in this portion of scripture, he talks about, man, they are poor, wretched and miserable. So they thought they were one thing in the natural realm, but spiritually they were wretched and they were miserable. And so on the surface, they look good, but Underneath the surface, they were not good. They, they look good on the outside. No prayer going on on the inside, okay? And so, and so this is what he said, and white raiment that you may be clothed. And so he's like, no, you aren't good because that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And he says, I counsel you to anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. 
okay? And um, prayer is a spiritual act. Um, prayer, it, it enables you to see, okay? Jesus told them, watch, right? And pray, okay? And this, uh, and we need this. We need to be able to see things in the spirit. We Prayer is where you see. Prayer is where you get understanding. Prayer is where you're able to perceive what God is doing. Prayer in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, you're able to perceive here. And in here, they were not um, on fire. They they with for God. They were complacent. They the natural world, the natural elements of life set in, and they just got comfortable. And God's like, you don't see your true state. And prayer empowers us to see what others don't see. You know, Jesus, if you, if you look up, if you just did a word search on the word perception, uh, there were times where Jesus, there would be religious people talking to him and trying to, trying to catch him off guard or trick him or, or, or you know, or try to catch him saying, and the, the Bible says that Jesus could perceive what they were doing, right? Um, when, when, when the woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment, um, virtue came out of Christ's body into her and she was, her, her issue was dried up. The Bible says that he perceived that virtue left him. So, so, so um, we need this. We, we need prayer because we need the ability to perceive and to understand things in the spirit. It's a spiritual act. It's a spiritual act. And so when you're in a spiritual act and you're in the spirit and your spirit is stronger, you, your perception goes up, your ability to understand divine wisdom, understanding and counsel. The, the, there, are, there are seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit mentioned in Isaiah around the throne of God. And, it's a, and, and there's a spirit of counsel. There's a spirit of wisdom, spirit of knowledge, spirit of understanding, a spirit of the Lord, spirit um, uh, uh, of the fear of the Lord and the spirit of power, spirit of might. So those, you know, and so in God, in the spirit, we get the understanding, the counsel, the wisdom, uh, the ability to perceive what is happening. Here is my second point. Prayer gives you spiritual perception. Okay, this is so important. Perception simply means to know that or to recognize. And we need this as Christ followers. Um, we need it. Perception is key. Discernment is key. Um, understanding what God is doing when you, you, it's not with the natural eye, but you just, you, you, you know it. You know it because of the spirit of God. You know it because you're in the spirit with God. You know it because you're hearing from God. You know it because you know God and you're gonna know him in prayer. We, we want to be people that can perceive where to go, who to talk to, how to do this, what not to do, what, what to do, who to connect with, who not to connect with. Perception, all right, perception, perceive, Perception is key. So you, as a Christ follower, look at, you need more than just principle. You need perception, okay? Uh, we need principle, biblical principle, biblical um, uh, principles in our life, but we need perception, the Holy Spirit. We need the word and we need the Holy Spirit. We need both. The, 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 the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. 
wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We need to be able to perceive and understand seasons, timing, God, his presence, and it comes through prayer. Prayer gives you spiritual perception, okay? You need more than intellect. You need insight. You need spiritual insight. Praise God if you're a smart person. That I, and, I, and I mean that, like that you, um, you have ability in your natural mind, your cognitive ability. Maybe you're super book smart. Maybe you have a photographic memory. Maybe you, um, you know, you just are able to retain a lot of knowledge and you've read a lot of books and you're, a, I mean, that is amazing. I believe God will use it, but you need more than that. You need spiritual insight into your life and the purpose of God and into the word of God. When you read the word, you don't want to just read a historical book that helps you kind of try to live right. You need the ability to understand it in the spirit. You need the Holy Spirit to understand the word, to receive not just information, but revelation. You need to be able to see. The, the word revelation simply means to take the covers off. So that's what we need. We don't just need the ability to read something and to practically break it down. We need the ability to perceive something in the spirit to where we're seeing something that is not natural, but it is spiritual perception. All right, all right, so here we go. First point, first point, prayer is a spiritual act. Come on, somebody say amen. And second point, prayer gives you spiritual perception. Once again, uh, prayer is a spiritual act, okay? Know that when you're praying, you're, 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 you're stepping into the spirit. Um, you're, 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 you are operating in the spirit. You're, you're doing some spiritual work. You're, you're engaging with God. You're, you're, you're doing, you're, you're, you're doing it. You're, you're in the spirit. I'm, I, it is a spirit. I mean, father, I mean, father in the name of Jesus. When you start there, father in the name of Jesus, bam, you're in there. You're doing it. You're, you're, you're engaging with the creator of the universe in the name of Jesus. You're, you're stepping into your authority. You're stepping into your identity. You're stepping into your divine, God-given, Christ-centered identity. You are, you are in a place of victory. You are operating from a place of triumph. You are operating from a place, a position with the devil under your feet. When you, when you pray, when you pray, and, and it's, it begins to um, develop us, prayer, and open our eyes, okay? So, um, so, so you need, once again, you need more than hard work. Hard work is great. I'm all about it. Anybody that knows me knows that, um, yes, that is, that's, that's, that's required, right? To work hard. Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord with all of your heart. I mean, whatever. Put your hand to it. Own it. Work hard. Work, work, work harder than the rest. Work harder. And, 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 and there, there, there is something to that. Am I, amen. But, but in talking about prayer and talking about being in the spirit, you need more than hard work. You need strong prayer. If you want to fulfill God's purpose, 
It's going to require strong prayer, a prayer life, pursuing God and being in the spirit. Okay, Genesis 28, 16. This is Jacob. Okay, he um, falls asleep and um, has, a, has, a, has, a, has a dream, um, a vision in his sleep, a very, very graphic vision of God and what he was doing. And I just thought this is just powerful. This one verse in the midst of that story in Genesis 28, 16, then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. There's that word know again, perceive. Surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. Um, it is possible for us to be in a place and God is in our midst, but because we're not in the spirit, we don't know it. We can't perceive where he is. We don't know what he's doing and where he is because we are not in the spirit. God helped Jacob see what he was doing, okay? And um, and he goes on and he calls the place Bethel, which is, and he said, this is none other than the house of God, okay? Um, so prayer just doesn't cause God to move in our life. It opens our eyes to see that God is moving in our life, okay? Um, and prayer, I mean, you, when you pray about things, when you pray about and for and over and through everything, you will start to see more answered prayer. And I'm not saying that God is not gonna just move in our lives sovereignly at times. God doesn't only do things when we pray, but he does when we pray. And, but even those sovereign things, those just God's mercy and grace, when we're in prayer, we're more inclined to thank him. We're more inclined to go, wow, that was, God answered another prayer. And so pray about everything. Pray over everything. Pray through everything, all right? God, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it but prayer will help you know it because you can be in the spirit with the Lord and know what he's doing. Here it is, Ephesians chapter one, verse 16, verse 16 to 18, I'm gonna read it. Do not, I do not cease to give thanks for you. This is a prayer. This is what they would call the Ephesian prayers. There's a couple of them in Ephesians where Paul actually writes to the church in Ephesus actual prayers he was praying. So it's an actual prayer. Do not, I do not cease to thanks, thank, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Making mention. I'm telling you, who have you made mention of in your prayers? Who have you made mention? Make mention. What's prayer? God, I pray for Pedro. God, I pray for David. God, I pray for John. God, I pray for Shiloh and Keith. God, I pray for Amelia. God, I pray for Gloria and Emmanuel. God, I pray for Nico and Gia. 
God, I pray for Brian. God, I pray for Richard and Helen and Harmony. God, I pray. Look, just make mention of people. God, I pray for them. Lord, bless them. Keep them. In the name of Jesus. So making mention of you. Making mention of people. All right? Let's not make mention of people in gossiping circles. Let's make mention of them in prayer. Making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the, here it is, this is what I'm talking about today. Perception, wisdom, counsel, understanding, revelation. It all comes through prayer. But this is what the Apostle Paul prayed for this church. That God would give to them the spirit. Everybody say spirit. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Here it is, verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened or light to shine so you can see. The eyes, spiritual eyes, the eyes of your understanding, not natural, physical, seeing, but eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you might what? No, there's that word, no, it means perceive, that you might perceive what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Man, this is such a rich uh, portion of scripture. Here it is right here. Once again, the, the, the seeing, uh, the ability to see, he was praying that they would see, that they would perceive, that they would know, that they would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of their understanding being light, that they would know what is the hope of his calling. And what are the riches of his uh, of his inheritance, or the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? All right, here we go. Last verse, here it is. Proverbs chapter 28. Proverbs chapter 28, verse five. Proverbs chapter 28, verse five. Evil men do not understand justice. Mm, that'll preach good right about now in this world today. Evil men do not understand justice. But those who seek the Lord understand all. Know, perceive, recognize, understand, knowledge, wisdom, revelation. Those who seek the Lord. What's that? Prayer. Those that pray understand. Okay, understanding. Brings understanding. I want to encourage you. In your prayer life, as you're praying and seeking God, you're going to get understanding. You're going to start to understand. You're going to understand where God has you. You're going to understand why he took you through what he took you through. You're going to start to understand the plan and purpose of God and why you are where you are and who you're with and what you came through and why and the purpose and all that. You're going to start to understand. He's going to unravel. He's going to open up the mysteries of the gospel and, 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 oh, the, oh, the, you know, it's, it, his understanding is unsearchable. There's so much to him and he's going to, He's going to give you, those who seek the Lord, understand that there's understanding, that you're, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. You're going to understand. You're going to understand. And this is so practical for your everyday. So practical for your everyday because especially in this day and age and the way this world is going and, and, and the way of society and culture and and all of the uneasiness and instability of this world, um, prayer gives you understanding. Um, and all of this stuff in the world many times can, can bring confusion, frustration, 
um, doubt, unbelief, anxiety, fear. I mean, there's a lot of voices out there and that's what's in all those voices. But you seek the Lord, you're gonna understand. And what does that mean? You get the understanding so anxiety doesn't have have a foothold and confusion and, 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 and doubt and unbelief and fear and anxiety don't get a foothold because you are established in the spirit with God and you get understanding. And so my last point is this, is prayer silences the enemy. Prayer silences the enemy. So once again, prayer is a spiritual act, church. It's a spiritual act. Get in there, get in there, get in there in the spirit and pray. Begin to develop your prayer life. Begin to develop your prayer life. Number two, prayer gives you spiritual perception. All right? And last but not least, prayer silences the enemy. It shuts the voice of the enemy because you receive from God understanding. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. I hope you enjoyed the message. My prayer is that you will change your world as a result of what you listen to today. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And remember to follow us on social media. Peace.